0: It's days before Christmas and all through the streets, citizens of urban areas curse louder than car horn beeps as they rush to buy presents, pull out their hair, double click till their fingers are numb and with butts molded to chairs. Schoolish children hyped up on sugar scream in their beds and adults pacified with spike eggnog dream New Year's goals in their heads. Whatever you do and whatever you celebrate, Nikki Allie and Bel Mars wish you happy holidays. May they be merry and great. Hey! Hello! everyone. Welcome to Confrontation of Millennials. I'm Nikki Allie. And I'm Bel Mars. Alright. Um, today is the 12 facts episode. I was gonna say 12 days, but then I was like, <laughs> oh, it's not 12 days till Christmas. It's just like straight. Yeah, a, not that time. much days There's to not, Christmas. No, there many days till Christmas. So this is a 12, the 12 episode. That's what I'm just going to call it for short. Um, And today we're kind of going to do like a, like a 12 things about us. And then yeah. just like 12 stories that affected us uh, throughout the year. And then if we have time, hopefully we do. We can do like a couple of um, Reddit, uh, ask Reddit questions. So, yeah. all right. So without further ado let's start so we can go do you want to do like back and forth of each of our like i'll do the first day and then you do your first and then i'll do second and you do second you want to do that yeah and we're just doing things about us or the new stories so we're gonna do things about us first okay then all right so the 12 things about Nikki Alley and I my first one is uh that it has been one whole year of tarot reading guys yay yay Yay. so like quick backstory um like when Hurricane Harvey came to Texas and ravaged our lands Uh, it was horrible (laughs) horrible so much flooding my parents were like it's noah's ark i'm like mm, I, I i think we're gonna be okay uh, <laughs> but like when hurricane harvey came to visit us and everybody started plastering steve Harvey's face on it um i started reading tarot cards and i can't really tell you why i decided on like the worst day of hurricane harvey <laughs> that i wanted to use these tarot cards that i had got like years ago but i did in like I don't know, like that just kind of kickstarted this whole um, thing for me where I like I started reading them every day and like I started learning more about um, uh, more about tarot in general and more about how to read them and more about spiritualism. So that it's been a whole well, it's been a year and some change. Technically, <laughs> I started in August of last year and like August uh, 28th of this year was my anniversary and it's december now so it's been a year and like some change but uh yeah so i just wanted to share that with y'all that it's been one year of tarot reading and if you ever want me to read cards for you hit me up i guess you yeah, I mean, probably do like
1: FaceTime. i don't know yeah why I mean,
0: not youtube do, do live
1: i'm thinking my first fact about me i guess it's pretty Basic, but I'm left-handed.
0: Yeah, it's my best friend is left-handed. Yeah,
1: so a lot of people say that left-handed people are very smart and that a lot of powerful people in the world are left-handed, like Mm -hmm. Oprah Winfrey, Bill Gates, Mm -hmm. George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush, Barack Obama, Bill Clinton... Mm -hmm jimmy carter i think but the point is a lot of left-handed people are smart intelligent a little bit creative and we do better at baseball and stuff like that yeah so it's just really unexpected like oh you're south paul or is it north paul she i don't know um boxing terms but yeah
0: all right <laughs> yeah it's my best friend and no people who write with their left hands are not like the devil you're rude because <laughs> yeah, one thing i learned
1: while i was taking mine in high school that the Word for left originally is sinister,
0: so wow. that's where we get the word from. That is rude as fuck. Okay, just because somebody wrote with a do, do you see how ridiculous humans are that they were like, "You suck because you don't write with your right hand." And in certain cultures, the left hand is the dirty hand since a
1: lot of people are right-handed mm-hmm. and they wipe with their left. So wouldn't it be more disrespectful to, like shake someone's hand with my right, since you like wipe with the opposite hand you write with.
0: That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. I don't know what to say to that. (laughs) Like, I don't ever think about that when I shake hands with somebody unless I know they went to the bathroom and didn't wipe. And I'll be like, you (laughs) gross. Or like they didn't wash their hands. Be like, you gross bitch. (laughs) All right. My second day of Nikki Alley is uh, that I have been to two hours of therapy. Nice. Yes. So you will come to learn because I am going to do an entire episode, if I can, or a series of episodes about mental health. Um, that I am an avid like supporter of mental health, yeah, facility like going to a therapist or um learning more about it, uh, knowing uh about the different symptoms and the different yeah. um the ways that you can accommodate people who have these types of disabilities and not like and not even necessary disability because like depression among millennials is so common it's not even like i feel like i probably haven't met a millennial yet that doesn't have some like measure of depression or hasn't went through it or something like that so i mean like i i just i want us to reach a place as a society where it's not taboo to talk about these things and it's not like considered um it's not considered wrong to want to take, like, a day off yeah. or something if you need that time to recuperate. Because we're humans, we have emotions, we have needs, and we need to be able to talk about these things and design programs and design better systems um, to like for people... Like for even for common people, just for people yeah. to understand, for people to be able to relate. Yeah. So. And
1: I know, especially now, I do like the fact that a lot of people are taking like mental health, it's kind of like physical health, kind of like right. if you have the flu or if you have like a manic episode, I'm thinking, okay, you can probably take the day off. I do appreciate that people are talking more about it. And I know, especially for black people, yes. they try to like what? normalize the struggle. I'm thinking, oh, it's fine. You feel like this. I mean, it just shows you're strong. Yeah. I'm thinking, no, you shouldn't really normalize abuse or something like that. i yeah. thinking, okay, because I have like my mother um, who was um uh, uh, split personality mm-hmm. disorder And they're like uh oh, it's fine Just pray I'm thinking No this woman Needed help
0: Right And nobody was Listening to her At that time period yeah. yeah Cause
1: they really Come from a generation That all you need Is pray Or just Whoop it out of them Yes Or something like that So, Yeah I'm thinking There are other ways To approach the issue So I really enjoy that And I guess That kind of like Mental health, what I learned, which leads to my number two, is just learn how to communicate with people better. Yeah. Like learn if then statements. So, mm-hmm. I mean, If you do like that, that pissed me off versus just, oh my God, Nicolette, you're, I mean, oh my God, Nikki Alley, you're so freaking
0: annoying. (laughs) I've had that said to me before, so it doesn't even faze me anymore. I'm just kind of like, I mean, and the sky's blue. Like, what are you, like, okay. (laughs) And try not to take things
1: personally, because I'm also Uh interested in the healthcare field. So Mm -hmm. people come in, I'm angry, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, okay, then he's, this person's angry at the situation. Right. Kind of like, okay, then they're angry that they have to wait for the doctor or the nurse or wait for whoever uh-huh. for a long time. So yeah. I'm thinking they're just angry that they're waiting. Not exactly angry at me directly. Right, yeah. Unless I become rude, then I'm just kind of like the bitch with the cherry on top and just make the dude explode.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then there's like, and, and I think that's not just on like, you know, you as a professional. I think it's also on people... When they're in their day-to-day lives, like, I I hate um, when I go somewhere with older people or with anybody in general and they're, like, rude to, like, the the receptionist or they're rude to whoever, like, whatever, like, the... um why can't I think of the name? Like the sales associate at a, yeah. the mall or something. Like or this, tech
1: support.
0: Right. Like these people like have a job to do. They have to deal with you all day. This is not necessarily their problem. And it's all, it's never for things yeah. that they can fix themselves. Right. Like they're like, my coupon isn't working. What did you do? What are you doing wrong? And it's like, man, your coupon's expired. What do you want me to do? Turn Let back time. Let me speak time. to your manager. Like, yeah. Like I, <laughs> it's just like it, that you need to learn as a person, like, what like if you've had a bad day cool like yeah don't take it out on other people don't like especially somebody that's trying to help you yeah get to your life faster trust me they don't want you to sit up here and like have a have a fit either they want you to get in line and then get out as soon as possible or whatever it is that you're doing so i feel like that's not just on the professional itself it's on you as a person like you do not have to go into an establishment at yeah. all and act like a bitch right, right. <laughs> like or a bastard I mean, bitch. Like for me, is a general neutral term. A man can be a bitch too. Yeah, bitch. I call a lot of people bitches. Like bitch. I bitch, bitch, bitch. You're a bitch. Okay, so um, and yeah, so and I think a really interesting thing that I heard on another podcast too is that um, uh, you know, it's about you can't tell somebody not to be upset about something you said like you right. can't control other people's emotions right so if i say to you like i go to you with a problem bell myers and i'm like um i don't like the way that you did such and such but i say you did this like with like right. an attitude or something or i just say like if i deliver wrong and of course you take that like yeah. personally um then it's not up to me to be all like well then you need to just chill out and calm down and no like even if i didn't mean it that way that's the way i said it yeah so it's about delivery delivery is important so yeah yeah and
1: i was thinking about it because we judge each we judge ourselves by intent but we judge other people on their actions
0: yes that's a good that's a great way to sum up all that nonsense (laughs) i just said (laughs) thank you so much um uh this kind of can segue into my third day. My third day is um the three different male situations. (laughs) So like uh I would say like over the this past year has been weird for me uh men wise mostly because uh (laughs) I would say it's just like like the beginning of the year I was talking to this guy and I ended it and then the middle towards the latter part of this year I tried to reconnect with this guy because I felt like I had done him wrong. Yeah. And he disappeared off the face of the earth. Probably got eaten by, like, I don't know, a dinosaur. Who <laughs> knows what the hell happened to him. And now I'm talking to this guy right now. And it's just weird. I think it's weird for you when... And this is a great thing. Like, this goes back to my therapist saying It's weird for you when you're like me and you grew up and you didn't have and I think this is not this is not weird for a lot of girls. Like when you're like us and you have yeah. parents that like um emphasize so much like you need to go to school. Like you're not here to yeah. socialize. You're not here to have fun. You're here to go to school. You're here to get education. You need yes. to get out. You need to have good grades and then you go to college and you do it all over again. Right. Like so for us, like we didn't really go to high school and like flirt with boys. Yeah and, um like do naughty things behind the bleachers and shit. We didn't do any of that. Like, so yeah. I went this whole period of life, like like typically it's high school to college, yeah. that whole full eight-year span. And I didn't have anything to go off of. I didn't do any of that. So I didn't have yeah. anything to go off of when I'm entering adult relationships. Um and like trying to have like a normal ass conversation <laughs> with a dude. Like I didn't have that. So just the fact that, like, I'm I'm trying to communicate with guys, and I'm trying to be more open and stuff like that. It's just, it's it was weird for me, but I'm trying to I'm trying to be more uh, open, and I'm trying to be more accepting of, like, I guess. Men in my life so that that three is a lot for me in one year mm-hmm. so maybe next year i'll come back like for this <laughs> net like for the episode at the end of the year and be like hey i had 50 or something <laughs> like i don't know and, and be all like i can't believe i said three was a lot last year or something
1: <laughs> i mean this must be a lot i mean just like space it out between
0: the months <laughs> our traits there's a lot of space between the three Fifty. I feel like fifty would just be like I went on fifty dates with the guys. 50 I days mean, with just guys. like swipe on Tinder.
1: It's- well, one thing I learned this year, thanks to my dude, I guess kind of a have bit to last year, is that I'm more into basketball. Hardcore into Rockets. Learn about CP3, James Harden. Mm-hmm. I mean, too bad the Chinese dude off the Rockets got kicked out. I oh. mean, I really miss him. I mean, he was. I mean, he could have been Yao Ming. I mean, the first Rockets game I've been was like it was. a... Third grade, I could see Yao Ming play, and he was the hot mess. So I'm guessing you can judge by the um best basketball team I'm rooting for, you know what state I'm in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think Rockets. at this point everyone knows what state we're in. Uh, <laughs> we're state This is the state we're in. Um yeah, that is that's fun. Yeah, Rockets. I have no, I have nothing to connect that to on my list. My fourth day is a uh, four months of torture. So uh fun fact, I lost my job in March. Fine. Um, yeah, um, but the weird thing about it was that when my supervisor basically told me, hey yo, like we can't like keep you on anymore, she didn't say it like that. She's a yeah. much more refined person, but when she basically said, like you know, that we they can't keep me on anymore and that my contract was up, um, there was just an immense relief. Man. Like, yeah, because and that should tell you really without me going into detail how how not how difficult the job was or anything. Because I I was fine with my job, but it just should tell you how like terrible that environment was for me. Man, so but the four months of torture afterwards was me basically like trying to wrestle with the fact that i basically for a y- almost 2 years been in this terrible depressive state where i couldn't yeah. do anything that i wanted to do mm-hmm. when i was at that job it, it sucks yeah it, it, and then um it, there was that and then there was just like the fact that i i realized about myself that i i base my worth on my success
1: yeah
0: yeah and it's just kind of like it it's not as if it was something that i didn't already know it was kind of something that needs to be reiterated and it was just jarring how much like we're taught and we're bred yeah like not even consciously that we don't mean anything if we can't provide some sort of monetary value. Yeah. Um, and it's it's terrible. It's a terrible thing to think about, it's a terrible thing to come to terms with. And that's why I went into therapy. Like it was one of the main reasons why I went into therapy because I was just like, I don't know how to deal with this. Like I don't really know what's going on with me. So yeah but i'm in therapy now and i'm much better um i think well i can't say i'm like cured because let me sidebar like don't think (laughs) that you can go to therapy like two three four five six times and just come out and be all like i'm cured no that's not how therapy works it is a long journey where you have to be honest and open with another person and yourself Yeah, like, and that's really what you have to get past the first couple of times. If you're not that type of person, is being honest with yourself about what your problems are, what you need to fix, yeah, and. How to use coping mechanisms and strategies to be a better person. Because that's ultimately what you want to come out of therapy feeling. As if you're not the same person you were when you went into therapy. You're a better version of yourself. So please don't think that you can go to therapy for like two months or something. Like every two weeks. And you're going to come out and be like, bam, wham. Thank you, Mm ma'am. I'm like an alien symbiote. And like I'm going to (laughs) transcend to heaven or something. That's not how it works. Like you, you you have to fight.
1: Yeah, so, and even if, like, let's say you have a physical illness, let's say obesity. I mean, you can't just say, I go into the doctor once, I'm good. No, you need to put in the work, yes. thinking, okay, there's many ways to treat this. Yes. So I'm thinking probably exercise, mm-hmm. probably talk to you about it, probably talk to people around you. Yes. Because maybe they can help out. I'm thinking, okay, then you probably have obesity, probably not too big, but we can probably support you as a family. Mm-hmm. Probably don't eat out
0: too much. Right. Or something like that. Yeah, There's 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 many steps and there's many things that you have to uncover. So that's very important. Yes, but Belinda, what is your... Yeah, well, my number four is that I'm interested in medical research.
1: Yes. So I'm guessing like several months ago, um, I was actually working for a giant-ass oil company
0: mm-hmm. as a
1: chemical inventory specialist. So I just did data entry all day, and I, it paid pretty well, like $18 an hour. Just look at SDS all day and just work with chemicals and... And But anyone who knows anything about the petrochemical industry or mm-hmm. oil and gas, mm-hmm. it booms and busts. Yes, One moment, they want people, they pay well, and it's all Gucci and sunshine. Next moment, okay, gas prices are not so well, right. and it just goes out. So that was a little fun STEM for six months. So right now, I'm actually working for a small startup company. And clinical research. Mm-hmm. So I actually get to run clinical trials about certain things. Get to get patients in and patients out. And mm-hmm. so far, I really love it. Yeah, So I'm really hoping, fingers crossed, go into the field. Probably work up to the title of doctor. Because yes. all I just have is a BS from UACL and biology. <laughs> yeah, So I'm hoping to probably go in there. Either medical school or PhD. Probably work through that. So I just love medical science. Hopefully you can go do some research on like behavioral diseases yes. and stuff like that. Cause even so, cause even when we do trials, okay, depression and suicide is also a bad symptom of a disease that we right. have to report that crap. Exactly. So I'm guessing that's why I like to see as mental health as same
0: as physical health. Yes. yeah. So. I have all of $2 right now, but I will support you <laughs> with my measly funds
1: <laughs> I mean, I still have dirty oil money fund, so I, I'm fine for the moment. Woohoo! I mean, right now I'm like
0: unpaid, which does suck, but at least you have to start from somewhere. Right. Um, This has that, there's no transition into my fifth one. <laughs> it's just that I have five members in my family, including myself, there's five members in my family. So um, I just want to say about that real quick that I love my family. I'm probably (laughs) going to talk about them like on here. And if you ever listen, family, like shout out or whatever. (laughs) I love you. But like y'all drive me nuts. Um, And sometimes I need people need to know who I am. And y'all are a part of who I am. And I thank you for being a part of who I am. And just know that no matter what I say about you on this show, <laughs> I, still, I still want you to be in my life. So, cool.
1: Uh, Belinda, <laughs> this is really different, but um i guess kind of in a dark way that i discovered tr- my love of true crime oh my! so like serial killers cults because i first started out because you know working my first job and in- earlier this year mm-hmm. i listened to this podcast called last podcast on the left it's about jonestown yes i mean i just realized how much i can stomach because here i am listening to a little bit of their death taste i'm thinking it's so metal but I guess I can't turn away. I'm just really worried about serial killers. I'm thinking, Man, how fucked up these people are. I mean, I was looking at my childhood. I'm thinking, I'm surprised I'm not a cult leader or a serial killer
0: yet. I mean, I'm glad I'll keep you (laughs) off the path.
1: (laughs) I promise. (laughs) But no, I'm thinking I'm too much of a wimp to probably kill someone. I'm thinking, God damn it, I'm too much of a bitch to kill someone. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'm thinking
0: it's good. Don't kill anyone. Don't kill anyone. I mean, I don't know how long I can hide you out before they'll find me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Us. So I'm
1: thinking nowadays it's also hard to become a serial killer, serial bomber. So yeah, in yeah. this
0: day and age, yeah. So. so you might as well just not do it. And okay. hopefully, in an episode, I do
1: want to cover one probably that hasn't been touched yet. So probably something a local favorite.
0: So, mm-hmm. um, stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. We're definitely going to be doing Freaky Fridays. Like I, that's what I've coined it. Um. When we have like more time to, <laughs> to, to like the other things together, yeah, probably and need stuff. to
1: put some time around to do some research. But yes. I think probably a ghost story or a serial killer mm-hmm. unsolved mystery. That's right. I'm
0: gonna be huddled up in the corner, the dark. <laughs> while she says the story, I'm gonna be like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> yeah, going to be like, "I'm oh, listen." Like we'll get to actually. That's a good segue into my six. It's six new holidays because I've been. Since I have a love of tarot, I've been, like, searching out um, different uh, religions because, like, Catholicism's not really doing it for me. I think I realized that Catholicism wasn't really going to do it for me when I got uh, confirmed to the Catholic (laughs) Church, which is supposed to be when you're, like, when you feel the Holy Spirit over you and you receive his gifts, (laughs) and it happened, and I was like, "Mm, I don't feel nothing. (laughs) And then I was like, and then years passed because that happened when I was, that's almost 10 years ago because that was when I was 15. So years passed and I still didn't feel anything. And so now I'm finally pulling myself up by the bootstraps and going, yes. well, what's going on? So like... <laughs> In my search of tarot, scouring—if you look at my Pinterest, you gonna be like, "This girl is a full-on fucking <laughs> witch." Look so at all weird. these goddamn pins she has about like spells and shit. And like, so, like, I six new holidays is uh, all the six new holidays I've gained that I'm gonna try to celebrate this coming year. Um, I say six; there are technically eight in the um, the pagan, Wiccan, witch religion. But everybody already celebrates Samhain, which is Halloween, yeah. and Yule, which is Christmas. You just yeah. stole it from us. I say us like I'm <laughs> <an artist. laughs> But there's also Imbok, which is February the 1st, um, Asara, which is the spring equinox, uh, Beltane, which is, the, or Beltane. See, I'm still, you can tell I'm new because I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce all of these <laughs> words yet. Um, that's, uh, that's in May. Um... Litha. Litha is a summer solstice. And then, I can't say that word, Lugnasta. I can't say that word, but that's in August. And Mabon, uh, which is in um, September. So, I'm super excited to learn more about those. If anybody has any advice for me, or anybody has any like cool like um, covens that they want me to like, <laughs> to like, I would love to come visit your coven. I don't know if I'm like, I don't know yet if I'm like the type of First of all, I don't know if I'm a witch or a Wiccan or a pagan or anything like that yet. But I don't know if I'm the type of person who wants to celebrate like their religion alone, or spiritualism alone, yeah. or with people yet. But I'm all for learning, and I think I'm gonna. It's gonna be a really interesting spiritual experience this next year. So. I'm super excited about that, guys. So yeah. that's for nice. millennials, so we don't have to put a label on it. Yeah.
1: Okay, to. which perfectly goes to mine. Like, I'm agnostic. Yes. So, generally, because um, about 10 years ago, because my mother died, and I tried to find solace in the Bible, but. Mm-hmm. It, it, it wasn't working for me, so yeah. I decided to probably study the Bible a little bit more because when I was young, both my grandfathers, fun fact, are both preachers. Mm-hmm. My grandfather on my mom's side is a preacher, as uh, a pastor, I believe, and um, Second Baptist, and my, my dad's side, the Church of Christ. So I do go to church as a respect, like if I go back to the island probably goes to my next point. Um, I, I go to church, save, pray. I do it out of respect. Right. I mean, because I first went to ag- um, Christian to asshole atheist thinking, fuck your religion. But <sighs> I'm thinking I shouldn't be like the Bill Maher level, level atheist. I'm more right. agnostic. I mean, I'm not sure there is a God or there isn't a God. Right. But I'm thinking there should be more than paths to them because I'm thinking, because there are some questionable shit in the Bible.
0: Yeah. They, they, there's no doubt that like there are some things in the Bible that it's just like, mm. and that is of its time. Right. So I'm
1: thinking with religion that it's always good because you need something, strength to live on or probably you just need something to more structure in your life, then religion in that fact is good. But if you're kind of like an asshole, like, oh, you're gay, you're going to hell because right. my Bible tells me so, or fuck you. I mean, Obama's the antichrist, because that's what the war wants me to. I'm thinking you're yeah. just probably just using weaponizing religion. Yes. And that just really pissed that's me not off. What I'm thinking that kind of like, uh, contradicts your Bible, because I'm thinking treat thy neighbor as thyself and be open-minded, because I'm thinking if you want to talk about the Bible, the Bible doesn't have anything against rape or anything, and the Old Testament God was a very angry dude and sometimes contradicted himself, like Mm -hmm. the sins of the father should not become the sins of the son, but then also at the same time, I'm going to kill the firstborn son because of what something... I think in Exodus, say right. something
0: that the Pharaoh did. I'm thinking, so why kill the son? Right. Yeah. It's just there's a lot of things that make you question the Bible. Let's also like point out that the Bible has been translated like a like trillion times, probably yeah. by like a whole bunch of uh, probably asshole dudes. So like that wants you to believe whatever time, whatever was with, with the times. They're like, well, if I have to write. That woman should do this so that they can suck yeah, my dick it, or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that
1: was because I remember in, I think once they either either second timothy's or second corinthians where they said it was a sin for a woman to have longer um for a man to have longer hair than his wife right i'm thinking because i guess that was that of the culture or don't wear mixed clothes because that's a sign of a pagan but you know times change right i mean unless you make your own clothes from scratch like a fucking amish dude i mean yeah. it really doesn't matter nowadays so i'm right. thinking as an agnostic i'm thinking it's great that you have religion and and i have friends with many different faiths um jewish um Buddhist and mm-hmm. something like that. I think it's great to learn about different cultures yeah. and everything. Yeah. So I'm thinking, though me personally, I'm agnostic, I'd rather not get into a religious debate sometimes just to save time. People are like, so what religion? I'm thinking I was race Christian. And that's a, that's a good neutral ass answer. <laughs> right. a- so what are you now? I mean, so I'm thinking, do I have to explain myself thinking, yeah, sure I'm a Christian, but versus I'm thinking now agnostic? Like, why?
0: I'm thinking
1: it's going to be a whole goddamn
0: ass thing. I mean, and it's like, that's, I feel like what people lack, when it comes to religion, is just basic respect. If I tell you, I should not have to feel afraid to tell you that I'm pagan. <laughs> like if I, this, that's what I choose to be um, as I go on this spiritual journey. I should not like feel afraid to tell you that this is what I practice, that I believe that. God is not just one person, but is like separate. How many ever separate? How am I going to put a label on God, by the way, like what he can do and what he can be and how or what she can be and what they can be? Like, thank you. Like God can be whatever he, she, they want to be.
1: And also in Houston, especially during the hurricane. Um, Joel Olstein. I mean, here in Houston, like, five mosques decided to open their doors before Joel Olstein decided to open
0: his. And so, like, this whole, like, Muslim phobia is just ridiculous.
1: And especially because one, people don't understand that that place where Olstein Ministries is, is actually where the Rockets used to play, and that Mm -hmm. nickname was the summit, which is the highest point in Houston. Sure, the garage is flooded, but everything above that point was fine.
0: Right, yeah, so... So but well, we won't get into that because uh who was that. Uh, but um, this does not transition well to my next point. But my next point is that 7 2 is my birthday. Nice. Um, so, yes, in seven ish months, yeah, that's a change. Seven ish <laughs> months, I will be uh, the 25 years old. I will nice. be uh, having my quarter life crisis. I've already planned <laughs> it. Um, my birthday will be dimly lit. Uh, and you might be like dimly lit I don't understand Nicolette green Nicolette and I'll be all like it's because you know when people are like my party's gonna be lit my party oh. is gonna be lit but dimly <laughs> 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 it's just gonna be dim I don't want all this nonsense I just want it to be nice and okay. memorable so like I don't really have any plans for my birthday next year just to have a, like a midlife crisis not a midlife a quarter life crisis party my mistake by the so yes.
1: Okay. Okay. I mean, you're keeping up with the numbers, so I'm guessing I'm probably this mine kind of number ish. I'm guessing I have like seven plus members in my family because mm-hmm. I have two brothers, two sisters, a dad, and a mom. Mm-hmm. But I also say seven plus because my older sister got married and has a son. Well, oh, daughter. I'm being. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't
0: don't. And my so much. oldest
1: sister. Um, she's engaged, I believe. And she has a daughter and I love both my niece's pieces dearly. So and my bra, older brother, who is a piece of shit, but it's it's a whole thing just to unpack and I don't want to be too petty with the family. He's married, and he has a daughter, so hopefully if I do have a child, I want to have a son to balance everything out. Yeah,
0: lots of daughters up in this
1: place. And I guess also about my background, I'm a proud Texan and also a Bayesian American and also Creole on my mother's side. Yes,
0: Creole! Me too. (laughs) I'm Creole, not the Bayesian part. I'm just Creole. (laughs) So who knows? We might be distant cousins. No, we probably are. (laughs) This is why we're sisters from another Mister's mothers, all the things. (laughs) But it's okay um let's see this is not this is not transition at all at all well well maybe kind of does it's family and i have eight settings on my vibrator whatever <laughs> so i don't make a family <laughs> so I just, um yes but like as a background i think this year i have done really well in discovering my body i nice. encourage all women and ladies of all types and shapes and sizes and to just To discover your body and, um, know what you like, know what you dislike, find out what turns you on, find out what, um, you know, just, you all deserve orgasms.
1: Yeah, so you don't have to deal with, like, fuck boys, and just, okay, we just go fake an orgasm, so he'll be happy, I'm thinking, what does it for you?
0: Right, yes, like, play, play with your body, play with your vibrators, play with everything, (laughs) play. Um... Yeah, so that's – so um, I recommend – I have a Lilo. Um, I recommend that one only because that's the only one I have. Val uh, Mars, do you have any recommendations of the vibrators? Uh,
1: the original, the OG that was mentioned in Sex in the City, that had Catching Magic Wand. I mean, it's mm-hmm. pretty big. It's like the size of a tennis ball. But I'm kind of sensitive in my lady bits. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it does come from remote. I mean, I haven't bought all the fancy gizmos. Right. Or if you want to be old-fashioned, just practice with your hands.
0: You definitely should do that first, too, though, before you try to figure out, like, figure out what... What gives you the most pleasure? Um, I actually read an article. Like, everybody's always like G spot, G spot, and the clitoris. Like, those are yeah. two great things. But they're also apparently an A spot. Like, if you reach really? back far enough, <laughs> and you can also anally stimulate it, apparently. Because mm. I what know I, it's
1: for guys, because I heard yeah. like there G spots in their
0: ass. That's right, prostate.
1: Couldn't really talk to my SO about doing butt play. He's not really into butt stuff, giving or receiving. So. Oh, man. Butt soft
0: limits. <laughs> no but like yeah there's an a spot so ladies i encourage you to uh find it with your fingers um and then lilo the lilo is smaller much smaller than her thing like the one that i have um and it's got like little up down buttons for all the settings and then some side to side buttons for the like vibrational intensity so very fun very good i encourage all of you to find your pleasure yes leave Okay. And
1: this one's a bit random Guessing doesn't segue But my original bae I'm guessing crazy about was Rock Lee From Naruto Oh
0: gosh all the time with this yes. man I mean I even
1: have a little plush of him. She does <laughs> I mean cause I just like how noble he is And Cheese of course um, I like to say how I'm Actually with Rock Lee Cause Rock Lee is based on Bruce Lee, Bruce mm-hmm. Lee's wife was married to a woman named Linda. Well, My name is Belinda. Uh-huh. Her birthday was in March. Mine it was, was in meant March. to be. Yeah, so I mean, Kishimoto, if someone hears this, tell about Kishimoto, probably make his mom me. That'd be nice because we don't know who Metal Lee's mom is. That's right. So, I mean, I'm not sure how he would get light skin, but
0: I'm guessing it has all his dad's traits. Yeah, there you go. It could happen um this does not segue at all from like our nerddom but like I have nine months until I'm a bridesmaid my cousin is getting married shout out you know who you are um <laughs> I have like a tendency to be bridesmaids and like everyone's freaking wedding and I don't know how to feel about it later we're gonna actually talk about marriage and weddings and stuff like that uh we're probably gonna run over an hour friends so get over it um but like because I want to get it all in but um yeah, so nine months in time, the bride's maid. I'm kind of excited. Um, don't tell her that I haven't ordered my dress yet because she's gonna be mad. <laughs> I was trying to lose weight and that did not happen. But uh hopefully before the wedding I don't look like a whale. So <laughs> Belmars. Mm-hmm.
1: I just love Oreos. So nine Oreos um. should be great. So this is pretty basic. So I like to try every flavor of Oreo, mm-hmm. Oreo. Yeah, so I love Rocky Road and the crazy, well, with one with like Fruity Pebbles and then the Oreo Cookies and cream. So it was like Oreo within an Oreo. Uh, Oreo Inception. Yes, and then there's like the Double Decker Oreo mm-hmm. with like chocolate filling and then the regular white Oreo filling. So I'm pretty crazy about Oreos. I've been called an Oreo a couple times in my life, so that also reflects, because, you know, you sound so white.
0: I don't understand why, for the sidebar, why do people think sounding white is a thing? Like, you don't have, like, commodity on perfect grammar and good English. Like, you're just, listen, stop. No, you're just white, okay? Just (laughs) deal with it. Like, I don't sound white. I sound like myself. (laughs) So... Um, this doesn't segue at all. See, you see how we segue less and less. Um, but this is actually, I have 10, uh, tips for job hunting. Um, <laughs> 10 tips for job hunting for all my friends out there. So, uh... My first tip is to lie or inflate the truth. So I think everybody is kind of wary about, like, like what to put on their resume and kind of what. They're like, but I don't have experience. Yeah, you do. Somewhere in your life, you can relate, like, experience. Even if it's not professional, you can relate it. So just put, like, if it was from childhood or something, or, like, if it was from even in high school, like, just kind of squeeze it into whatever job it fits in. Be all like, I managed so. and so or something like that so please lie friends because yeah. like i mean I get mean, that yeah, back. something i mean i'm
1: exiting out word and excel i mean yeah. you can't like like copy and paste for like one move and even when i got my first job mm-hmm. i did but i didn't really lie Just say I. the only thing i have because i'm like boring as hell was volunteer the food bank and work out in the dorms of the vice president But I managed to get my first job as a
0: lab analyst at a toxicology place. Mm -hmm. Toxic as hell, but yeah i mean i feel like we all kind of have to go through those toxic environments before we realize what we deserve and what we need out of a job so uh the second thing i have is cram as many keywords in that resume as you can i think that's self-explanatory literally just go to the (laughs) like job description every time you see something that has an ed on the end of it take that sucker out and put it in your resume somewhere work it in um have different versions of your resume for different areas. So I was applying for a bunch of different jobs, like events, marketing, so-and-so like things like that. So I would like change it slightly for every single kind of position that I was going for. So like, and just save those mugs that way. Like you don't have to tweak it for every job, like find like, like, Common keywords for that area. Yeah. Put it in your job, your resume, and then say that ho as, like, teacher resume <laughs> and a clown resume. I don't know. Yeah. Like <laughs> so Nowadays, with a lot of resumes, they just take out
1: keywords versus a human actually reading
0: it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so humans don't read
0: resume. Let's see. Take a personality test that will match you to a job that they think you'll like. So I actually did this. Um I didn't necessarily use it but I think it's good to know like what type of person you are what type yeah. of just strengths and uh, people and weaknesses people think you have based on the things that you input because like of course you think you know how you are but other people may see you a different way. Yeah. All right, so take a personality test and uh Figure out how other people see you as so that you can, therefore, leverage those qualities in your interview and on your resume. Yeah,
1: you can play those up.
0: Yeah, so um, my next one is uh, ask questions in an interview and, like, things that matter to you, like questions that yeah. matter to you. So definitely, if it's important to you to not be in a toxic environment, <laughs> like uh, what we what we have been saying... Um, then you need to ask, like, well, um, you know, what kind of uh, company culture are yeah. you known for? Is it family? Is friend-oriented? Is it friendly? And if they're kind of hesitant or they don't have any words that seem like they fit you, then that's how you know that you don't really want to be, like, involved with them. Yeah.
1: Another question asked, like, could you tell me more about the person that previously held this position or is this a new position? Right. So I can tell you, okay, this is what the person did right, this is what the person did wrong. Why they left. And also, like, how long has everyone in the apartment been there? Like, if they've been there a couple of years, then okay, they're probably like taking good care of the people. But if they don't take that, if they don't stay that long, thinking, okay, I've only been here for like a month, but I got this position, thinking, whoa, they probably promote too fast or it's right. just, they promote too fast or it's just,
0: or it's nepotism potentially, yeah. like something like that. Like you, you like you could figure out like that it's like a competition type thing, like in the environment, and you may not want to do that. You may not be up for that. So that's that's important. Um, another question that's really good to ask is, um, what are your expectations of this um, of this position in ninety days? Right. So that way you figure out like what they expect of you and what you can provide. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the three questions that are really good to ask. Um, do your research, definitely. Um, don't just walk into an interview with a company that you're trying to get a job at for. Yeah. I know, like, it's real, like, because I did this. I know it's real tempting to just, like, uh, yeah. put a whole bunch of resumes out there for a whole bunch of jobs and not keep track of them. Um, right. And, like, and then you go, like, you get an interview and it's last minute and you don't do any research because you're like, oh, I got this, it's fine. Yeah. No. You need to know, like, say you go in for an interview with Schlumberger, right? Yeah. And you go into this interview, and you do no research, and you think they sell burgers because they have like, their name is Schlumberger. No, that's not how it works. Like, you have to figure <laughs> out like the company does this, this, and this, this is what they're known for. This yeah. Is what they're trying to accomplish. This is what they're trying. You have to do as much research about the company and the people as you can. Um, and that also can clue you in on red flags. Like, look at like reviews that people have done on the company like if there's more bad reviews and there are good reviews (laughs) you might want to be like "Ah!" you might want to hold off on sending that resume or you might want to decline an interview yeah so it's really important that you do your research on your on the company that you're interviewing for yeah um uh, turn the weakness question into a strength Right. So you know how they always ask you in interviews, like, "What's your greatest weakness?" Right. Yes. And you're tempted to be all like, "I order pizza on Saturdays <laughs> and uh, sleep in my bed and eat from my chest." Like, don't. How always that a weakness? thought <laughs> a weakness? You're hired. You're hired. No, like, turn this weakness, like, thing into a into a like another potential strength. So, what I like to do when people ask me that question, like, "What's your greatest weakness?" I typically say something like, my greatest weakness is that I don't know enough about the company yet, but that's something that can easily be fixed with Mm. training or learning or something like that. Or, you know, you be honest, but you – because, like, the reason employers ask you about it is because they want to know that you're self-aware. So if you say something like, my greatest weakness is that I'm too perfect at everything that I do, they're going to be all like, uh, next – um yeah. A so. way to
1: say that, because I remember reading it somewhere, it's like, okay, tell them what your weakness is and how you work on it. I might say, my weakness is procrastinating, but one way I can probably overcome that mm-hmm. is probably, like, organizing things by my time, and therefore I probably send alerts on my phone or something mm-hmm. like that. To just, okay, you're honest about your weakness, but you have a way to work on that weakness.
0: Right. And if you or you say something like, uh, I say this too, like, one of my weaknesses is that I'm not that confident in myself, but I'm yeah. working on that, but applying for this job that like i thought i could not get before or i'm working on that by like going more into whatever passion i'm interested in so right. it's really important that you turn whatever weakness you give you give a caveat like this is how i'm working on it which is a good that's a good one belinda um craft a story so everybody loves stories stories that yeah. go so good you wanted to hear stories when you were a kid you wanted to hear stories yeah. now stories are the essential part of life it's how we like don't go crazy okay so so like be a storyteller like when they ask you these questions make sure you connect like make sure you have like a riveting tale so when they ask you tell me about a time that you were a leader you tell them even if you can't like whatever comes off the top of your head you like weave that shit into yeah. like the best. Like they'll be like, "Ooh, that should be a video game or shit Like you just be all like, "One time, I had to lead an entire office in a, like I don't know, like a something ridiculous. Like I had to lead the entire office into in a game of such and such, but my team <laughs> won." Like you, you do. Or if you're the the only thing that comes to your mind is something that you did in college. Like one time, I had to lead uh, a group of cheerleaders in a chant or something. Like you, you gotta spin it. Like make it seem like, oh my God, that was the best story I've ever heard in my life. You're hired, like. (laughs) Or by the time you get a problem with a coworker. Yeah, if you like, never be all like, it was their fault. Be all like, one time I had a coworker who was having a really rough time with deadlines. And so, um, we, we nearly missed one because of lack of communication, Mm -hmm. but we learned from this experience that we need to communicate better both ways. They learned that deadlines are more important and I learned how to better be direct in my skills of communication or something like that. But you always make it seem like I learned something, they learned something. Or something like, even it's a goddamn lie. Like Jenny, <laughs> like almost made me miss uh our deadline for the paper or something. Because
1: she's a ratchet asshole. Because she's a ratchet
0: asshole. But you don't say that shit. You say, yeah. you know what? Jenny was not. She was having a rough time that day. She almost missed the deadline. I tried to be understanding, yeah. but we weren't getting communication out very well. And we learned through procrastination and that time crunch what we were able to do and what we need to do in the future. And that's what you say. And that's how you get that job, friend. Okay. Uh, Send a thank you note. This is so, like, not a lot of people actually know this, but you actually need to thank people. Yeah. like like, thank you for your time. I really
1: appreciate you meeting up with me. Well, mm-hmm. for me, I like to keep it short and sweet, but mm-hmm. certain that say, no, nope, you need to, like, emphasize everything you did in your interview. Like, you know how we talked about that thing earlier, so kind of, like, a personal fact, and also emphasize your skills. Right. So probably emphasize why you'll be a good person in this mm-hmm.
0: company. I think it's important to, like... Um, I think it also depends on how badly you want the job. Like if you got an interview to some job that you don't really like you don't see working out and but you and you don't care for, then you kind of send a short simple sweet note like thank you for your time I thank you for the opportunity I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule such 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 but if you really want this job you be like oh thank you for your time I was glad to be able to talk to you about the goals of the company I was I look forward to hearing more from you and maybe speaking further about what I can provide to your company like this 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 and this that I said in my interview so if you really want that job you yuck it up bitch you (laughs) yuck up everything that you ever said in that mug okay because you gotta do what you gotta do Mm -hmm. and uh last but not least only accept what you're worth then that's not to downgrade you that's to upgrade you that's to say whatever job you take should not be and like just as a sidebar like i don't think any work should be looked down upon right like just because you're a trash worker does not mean you are less important than the ceo Right. Like you are you provide something to this uh to this world, you provide something to the society, you are just as important as anybody else. Okay, but if you know that you have certain talents, you have certain skills, and you have something to provide to this place, and you have something and you are of value because you are as a human, and you also are exponentially more because you have whatever skill sets that you've retained in your life, then you should not will not do not accept anything less than what you are worth right. that means you do the research like if uh average try say you're trying to be a receptionist receptionist right. the average receptionist makes um anywhere from like $25,000 to like I don't know 75 it's I don't know yeah. I'm making up numbers but like and you know that you've been a receptionist for 2 plus years so you pick That income that you feel like you deserve. You pick the income you feel like you deserve. You demand what you feel like you need. And you not just what you want, really, but you need. Um, And you go after it. So I'm telling you people right now, all you listeners, all you people that we love, all you confrontational people out there, that you should only accept what you are worth period end of discussion you figure that out and you accept it all right i'm done
1: okay this leads to my number 10 <clears throat> i guess another fun fact about myself i mean you have all your numbers mine just like random 10 facts i like full facts <laughs> is that funny thing is my first kiss was at 19 oh. and most relationships before this one was ghost i was ghosted <sighs> first so friend. boyfriend um, he was very sketchy. He ghosted me. The second guy, I guess we were really dating, we were just fooling around. But either way, he ghosted. Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm very passive, which I really hate about myself. So but it's something you can work on.
1: Yeah, I'm a little bit more assertive and more thinking I want this, right? So I'm thinking I was a very late bloomer because I wasn't. You it.
0: Anyway, go on. <laughs> I was a
1: late bloomer in relationships. I didn't get my first kiss till I was like 19. So, and then I'm guessing. 23 I am did other things (laughs) Uh, but yeah so I'm guessing as a late bloomer there's some people even older than me that's probably still need to go through theirs yeah Yeah, so I'm thinking probably just don't force it I'm mm -hmm. thinking a best thing comes to those who wait because they didn't really discover my current SO because I wasn't really super duper I wasn't really looking for someone yet I'm thinking Focus on myself, get a job, right. mm-hmm. lose some weight, try to get in that perfect figure. I mean, I need to work on it now. It's like December. I need to work on my summer It's body. the
0: hibernation like period <laughs> where people gain back a lot of the tummy and I'm not happy. But, but yeah, it usually happens when you're not looking for it. When yeah. you're not looking for love, like, it just smacks you in the face. And it's like, here I am, bitch. <clears throat> what took you so long, well, bitch? Yes, I know. Um... This is not a good segue either, but there's 11 days till a new year. Well, actually, I guess it kind of is because my resolution, my, my, I guess, resolution, a sign of, my mantra for the next year is no fear 2019. Nice. So i I'm, I, last year I did love thyself 2018 and I think it worked really well. And I did this thing where every month I had a goal that I had to meet that would help me better love myself. And so for 2019, I have a, like, I've written out a whole, like, smorgasbord of goals that I need to, that I want to meet every month. And um, one of them is actually dating. Like, one Uh of them is actually dating more people. So, which is why I said maybe I'll have 50 dates by the time we (laughs) have the new, (laughs) like, yay. Um, But yeah, so there's 11 days till a new year, friends. January 1st is around the corner. So, um, I'm encouraging you to all push yourselves into goals that you feel like you can actually meet. Uh, and to uh, stay on top of them throughout the year. So, yeah, Bellarmus, what do you have?
1: Okay, this is my number 11. I'm guessing it doesn't really segue. I'm guessing my current watch list, mm. because I'm on the watch list. I'm currently watching Riverdale, South Park, Ooh. and any anime. So right now, I need to go continue watching Cells at Work. The last anime series that I actually um, fit was Kakoriyo no Yoromeshi. Mm-hmm. And that is really just a uh, sweet slice of life anime about a girl, a college girl, mm-hmm. um, who cooks some food for an ogre, and he yeah. says you have to be my bride. She says, really "No, yes, I yes. do not want to
0: be your bride." That's right, girl, like independent woman twenty eighteen.
1: Finds it okay if you don't want to be your bride. Your grandpa, who came to this world, he has to pay off this debt. So, what are you going to do? Like, you know what? I'm going to cook. That's right. And solve her problems through every episode to solve by cooking. I wish I could solve all of my problems just <laughs> by writing things. And she wanted to go start her own business. Yes. But all the ogres say, no, women don't cook. What type of woman cooks? Get out of the kitchen. This is the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> so she decided to start her own restaurant, even though a lot of people don't like trust humans and right. women cooking. But right. she shows them
0: that, and uh, she's a bum ass bitch. Yeah, yeah, and the
1: ogre's really respect respectful about um, her, just for like you know you can make a good wife. Like yeah, no, uh, you know that's sweet of you. You know we kind of create this child between you and I product of our love wow <laughs> yeah no so i really enjoy it because it's very rare in anime to see a college student
0: yeah the uh, mostly i think that's because they're kind of obsessed with youth and so, like, like, elder people are only for side characters. So that's interesting. Yeah, I, I definitely need to. I need to get back into anime in general. So yeah, definitely going to so. see if I can check it out. But my last one is twelve ways to love yourself. Yeah, I'm nice. just giving y'all lists all day long. Um, so the twelve ways to love thyself commandments is to know right. thyself. Right. So. Be self-aware. Know who you are at this moment, who you are presently. Uh, respect thyself. So that means to respect who you are. Respect what you want to do in life. Respect, like, the process of who becoming who you are today. Anyway. Yeah. Um, challenge thyself. So after you know yourself and respect yourself, you challenge yourself to be better mm-hmm. um, and get out of that comfort zone. Pamper thyself, which mm-hmm. means treat yourself, girl. Yes, like yeah, get your get those manicures, get that skin done, get Go, your hair done, get your hair done. Like get those finances in order, uh, so that you can do those things: run, exercise, eat right, do yes. all those things that make you a better person on the outside so that you can shine like you are the inside yes. on the outside. Trisha, okay. just do it for you. Yes. You want to exercise for you. You yes. want to make it the best you can be. Right. Honesty always. So that means with yourself and other people. So that means, like we say on the show, confrontational. That means that sometimes you have to confront yourself, look in the mirror, be like, yeah, bitch. This is who we are. This is yeah. what we need to do. And then also confronting other people about what you want from them yeah. and what you expect from them. Um Compete with thyself. So yes. don't be in competition with other women. Men, don't be in competition with other men. You just need to be better than the person you were yesterday. Yes. So compete with yourself. The
1: be- Your most competitive person and the greatest critic that you have mm-hmm. is yourself.
0: Hey Amen. Preach it. Say it to the people in the back. <laughs> Grow thyself, which means to learn. It means to Ask people wiser than you. It means to give out your wisdom. It means to expand. It means that everything that you need to do in order to fulfill your purpose on this earth mm-hmm. and find it. Well, further thyself, which means um, really in like a, like a job area or a passion mm-hmm. area, you push yourself to do what it is that you love. Right. Um if that means a man you do what it is that you love. If that means <laughs> if that means a job you do what it is that you love. If that means something that you never in your wildest dreams thought was possible, you do it. Like I can't sit up here and act like I wasn't like totally afraid to do this podcast, yeah. but I'm here now in my media room yelling at you through a mic. <laughs> <laughs> um honor thyself, which means that um don't ever sell yourself shorter than what you are and that kind of goes in with respect but it's more than respect it's tooting your own horn sometimes like yeah i can do that thing like or i can be this person to you or like things of that nature so it's honoring yourself and it's um putting yourself on a pedestal sometimes like yes Yes. i am the best like uh, appreciate what you have which means don't lament on the things that you don't have. It means be grateful for the things in your life that you do have because they're there for a reason. And if you don't appreciate them now, um, they will go away. Uh, Be loyal to thyself, which means don't go out here and play for these men or these women or whoever, um, or this job or this whatever and give all your loyalty away okay your first priority is you
1: yeah your okay? best
0: advocate I mean you
1: are your own biggest advocate mm-hmm. I mean who's going to stand up for you if you don't stand up for you as a girl yes who snaps
0: all day long is slam poetry to the finest okay you be loyal to you okay and last but not least forgive thyself when you make a mistake, when you don't get what you need to get done, done that day, when you feel down, when you feel like you're not the like at, at like firing in all cylinders in the highest capacity, you just say to yourself, you know what? It's okay. It was an off day. It, like we all have those. You are human. You will pick yourself up. You will move on. And you just need to go, it's done. It's passed. I'm ready to go forward. So that's mine. And believe yes, well, I'm yes. guessing this kind of
1: segues almost kind of perfectly to kind of end the episode on the 12th month of 2018. is the first time that I made a podcast, but especially with my best friend, <laughs> hashtag Daisy Nikki Alley. So, it's the first time we ever made a podcast, which is perfect, because I have a long-ass commute to my job, so Uh I can probably watch this, so it could take me like an hour and a half, it takes like an hour to get from Houston to Houston, so kind of would be a perfect time to make these podcasts, and also review them. So,
0: yeah, first time making a podcast for number 12. For number 12, and we're going to keep trying. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, Let's take a break, or do you want to? Let's say, do you want to, let's, yeah, let's take a break. Let me, mm-hmm. just like. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. We're back. Hello.
1: We're going to do a little mini Yes. for Comptational
0: mi- Millennials. of Millennials, it's time for the 12 stories that hit us this yes. year. Oh my Lord. Okay. What do you want to, do you want to start, you want to go back and forth with good and bad stories? Yes. All right. So let's start with the one that is really bugging me which is the, that China has gone full-on Nazi Germany on us bitches, and they are like legitimately taking Muslims out of Turkey and putting them in concentration camps. And the thing is,
1: they must really force their way. Like, you must comfor, um, com, convert to atheism and declare, dis-declare your God, or we mm-hmm. will kill you. Which right. is kind of very, I don't know, Nazi-ish. Yeah, I mean, I heard reports that they probably did this to Christians before, but I probably need to look up the news story. But right, point is, it's really fucked up. I'm guessing from an American point of view, where we have freedom of religion, right. I'm thinking China, y'all need to
0: chill. Y'all need to, yeah, like this is this is, this, bro, is this gonna be World War Three? <laughs> oh mean, my god, like I can't. It's just, it's. And, like, from the reports that they said, like, the only reason it's not more widespread than this is because China has apparently has has a tight lock on its media. So it's not really being reported in China. And even if we were to, like, you know, even if America knew, which they probably do, um, we can't really report it here because China will pull out of trade and other things like that like like you know they'll pull their influence out of america so they're basically blackballing us i mean other nations so um but i just want to get it out there i know like not a lot of people right now are listening um but i hope to gain some some listeners and some confrontational fam and i hope that y'all uh can definitely just spread the word and get this like figured out because we literally we cannot have another like Nazi Germany yeah like, it's, it's fucked up they're literally they won't even let them say God like God be with you like or yeah. something like that like, what, what kind of shit is that yeah like goddamn dude yeah I mean, like, I mean that's blasphemous
1: but really goddamn dude
0: Yeah, like, it's just... And they're pulling people out of their homes. They're killing them just for visiting, like, other Muslims out of the country. They're cremating their bodies so they don't get proper burials. And they don't... Their families don't get to see them. So this is just... This is all kinds of fucked up every which way. And I wish we had, like, more information. But I don't really know where... To get it, like I kind of just saw it on a video on like Facebook. There was this woman who was reporting it because right. she said she had family um, in Turkey. So, so yeah, like China, what you're doing is fucked up. Like, stop like stealing resources from Turkey and like basically committing genocide. Yeah. Because I also heard that they were marrying off like the like the the Muslim women to Han Chinese men, so that they would no longer like you know make. There would no longer be any pure muslim yeah like the uh, the muslim minority yeah like they were basically wiping them out so um hopefully somebody important hears this um uh, and we we did our part um and i definitely want to uh, try to find more information and see what else we can do but for right now uh this was the first thing i thought of and i definitely wanted to get it out there so well Also, I'm guessing jumping from that one with the Muslim
1: majority, Saudi Arabia and Jamal Khashoggi, which is a really big news that we had today. Uh So thing is, for people who don't know, Jamal Khashoggi is a permanent U.S. resident who is uh, a reporter, I believe, for ABC. Um, Mm -hmm. He was a journalist and he's a very strong critic of what Saudi Arabia's regime, because, you know, MBS... um, the crown prince MBS, he's trying to say, oh, you know, Saudi Arabia is big. We're woke. We're letting women drive. I'm thinking, well, bitch, you're the only country in the world that has a restriction on women drivers. Yeah,
0: like, that doesn't make you, like, suddenly just a purveyor of, like, like rights and something.
1: Yeah, so, therefore, and then he was killed in a, the Turkey consulate. Right. So, I'm thinking, so, and, of course... And even though the freaking lights are broad as day, are wonderful president, forty-five, DJT, mm-hmm. say, you know, he is honest. I do admit about that. You know, it's about money and weapons. So we're kind of getting the big bucks. So a lot of these companies are kind of like trying to pull out. I mean, minus WWE, but because Vince McMahon is good friends with Donald Trump, they have the whole thing there. Even though none of the female wrestlers were able to perform on the continent. Which is bull crap. I mean, I kind of dabble in WWE. I'm just kind of rambling right now. Sure but the point is. is, um, thing is, hopefully, we're going to solve the whole Saudi Arabia thing. So for international news, it's just becoming too overwhelming.
0: Yeah. Um, I was trying to look up what if he was a ABC journalist or not. Jamal, yeah, Jamal Khashoggi. Um, was uh, no he's a journalist for the washington post oh washington post right that's what i thought i just wanted to make sure yeah so yeah he's a journalist for the washington post yeah it's just it amazes me how you can just kill somebody in broad daylight and everybody's like (laughs) (laughs) just like wow um but to a different uh complaint about trump Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: he wants to build his border wall and he wants it now you uh sniveling democrat babies and he's going to stomp his foot until um he gets that 5 billion dollars to build it um uh, even though there have been several uh like there have been several concessions that democrats I, could, yeah. I think have like said that they would make like uh we'll give you funding for security like border security we yeah. just won't make a wall because they know like we know that a wall is not going to deter anyone from getting any into the country. Like, hello, friend. There's an underground tunnel, apparently, supposedly. I don't know where yeah. it is. And the majority of, like, immigrants come by a plane. Mm-hmm. So you can't really build a wall tall enough to stop planes. Right. And then where, how the fuck are we supposed to get out of the country? If you build walls tall enough <laughs> for planes not to leave, what the hell? So it's just like... It's so dumb. Like it's so dumb. But even dumber is that somebody, let me let me see. Let me get this man's name. But he has organized a GoFundMe to raise one billion of the five billion that uh, Trump is asking for. Um, which just shows you that your uh lack of faith in humanity is well well versed. It's not it's, <laughs> it's 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 warranted. You are warranted in your lack of faith in humanity. So um Hold on, my my Facebook is acting up. Um, so according to the New York Post, um, the man who is trying to get your monies for the wall's name is senior airman Brian Kolfach. Um, he wants, uh, yeah, he's made, I think uh currently 12 million of the 1 billion dollars that he's asking for but a funny thing is is that um let's see let's see I, I just want to say this perfectly well I don't want to like say something and then it's not right but he says um they think it's whatever. They think it's admirable, but um, general donations to the federal government are directed as gifts to the United States Fund, which is set aside for general use by the federal government, government or budget needs. So basically, when they somebody raises money for a federal government use, it is set aside in a fund, mm-hmm. like as gifts, right. and it's only for general use. But and they can't touch federal agencies can't touch this funding without congressional like this is appropriation. Well, I think it's approval. But <laughs> um, some agencies can accept gifts directly for like earmark purposes, but it's not clear if it Homeland Security can accept it. So um, go and on top of that, go fund these terms of service do not allow people to use funds for anything other than their stated use. So if they did give these funds to the federal government, basically, and it's set aside as a gift, but it's decided by Congress that they can't use this fund for the border wall. They'll have to refund all the money that they collected to all the people that donated it back. So uh, get ready for that, uh, Senior Airman Brian Kovash... I think I said your name right. I don't really care. You're raising money for a border wall that does, this is not going to work. So, uh, um, yeah, so that's a bit of good news and a bit of bad news. Um, But another good news is, is that if this bitch ruins the world, we can just go to the other solar system that NASA has (laughs) apparently found. (laughs) Uh, so let me let me pull it up. You see how not prepared I am. I'm prepared, but I'm also silent. Well, oh, it's a mini show,
1: so I guess it's like hardcore podcast improv. Hardcore yeah.
0: podcast improv.
1: Um, so. where's my space tag? So NASA, I guess, apparently
0: found another solar system. Do you know how far it is? Um, it's uh oh, right here. Is it? Nope, nope. That's not what I wanted.
1: Well, because um, some people thinking, okay, maybe we can go to Mars, but you know. We probably need to go change a shitload of things about Mars because I think it takes like three years to get to Mars. Yeah,
0: like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to travel three years just to get to Mars. Okay, I found it. My space tab. Okay, dramatic. It's a uh, NASA just found a solar system with seven Earth-like planets. Um Click, mm-hmm. click, 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 click. Yeah. So uh, this was only reported two days ago, and this is by Futurism. Um, So. Uh, at the European Southern Observatory, NASA announced a remarkable discovery: an entire system of Earth-sized planets. Um, they say the density measurements of the planets indicate that the six innermost are Earth-like rocky worlds. Um, three of the planets lie in the star's habitable zone, so we have mm-hmm. three different planets to choose from. Which means mm-hmm. that the rich ass people are probably just going to give us the shittiest planet. Um <laughs> so like Elon Musk. Yes, Elon Musk is gonna be like, I'm gonna take this nice lush planet and the rest of you like uh plebeians can go live over there. Um with the car I want from space. Yes. Um yeah, so liquid water, of course. If you don't know, the habitable zone is the Goldilocks zone, which where habit like water can exist, um may have entire oceans of water and dramatically increasing the possibility of life. The other planets are less likely to host oceans of water, but team states that liquid water is still a possibility on each of these worlds. Um, Michael Gillian, who is the author, notes that the solar system has the largest number of earth side planets yet found and the largest number of worlds that could support liquid water. Um, Co-author notes that the star in the system is an ultra-cool dwarf. Um, It means that the energy output from dwarf stars is much weaker than that of our sun. And they would need to be far closer in orbits than we see in the solar system, if there's surface water unfortunately um that's that's basically what's happening so um they go more into like how we can reach it but like y'all like bro we have a whole other solar system to go to yay we just leave him on this one and he can kill all of him and his supporters and we can go over there yay
1: i mean what if trump wants to go over there get you know space force is a thing no (laughs) you can't come don't tell him Okay, maybe he's not going to go directly, but what about American Space Force? I mean, I may be able, to, if it's something like Star Trek and we join Space Force to explore or, um, different planets and kind of like settle over there. Mm-hmm. Maybe Trump might have another thing because he'll probably be voted out and then another president. I mean, hopefully not Mike Pence, but. Um- oh, God. Um, please, no. Um, it's gonna be like Handmaid's Tale once again. Good
0: in God, life. we will all be forced to never be in the same room with another man <laughs> or so again, or only for sex purposes. Well, reproductive sex. <laughs> Re- so. Preference sex. They'll probably make us wear that stupid blanket like they do <laughs> with the hole in it. Gross. Okay. Um, yes, so. uh... I'm trying to think of a good segue to this, but, uh, oh, I guess a good segue to this is sexual education. Because we just said sex. <laughs> so, um, Me Too, the Me Too era is right. still going strong, friends. Um, there's a lot of things that have happened, pros and cons wise. I mean, we put Bill Cosby in jail. Um, a Harvey lot of- Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. Um, a lot of people don't know if they're pro or con for that. But, I mean, if they did it, they did it. Yeah. Um. And there's been a lot more, uh, allegations. Obviously, that have come out. One of the biggest ones, obviously, that happened this year was Dr. Blasey Ford. Yeah. Uh, against Kavanaugh, which everybody then proved that um nobody gives a shit about um what you did in high school, and even if it seems like it's totally right. Um.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking the biggest issue is probably did he lie to Congress? And why during his
0: confrontational healing I mean, hearing. Well, she technically did. Let's be honest, because he literally was like, I don't know what the devil's triangle was. And literally everyone who has ears and has even like a smidgen (laughs) of brain cells was like, that's clearly a sex game. You're a fucking liar. Okay. (laughs) Like how on earth? It's a drinking game. No, it's not. Who says, oh, let's put it devil's triangle and drink something. oh yeah like
1: missionary is a drinking game
0: yes and so is doggy style
1: that's audition i mean you know the reverse cowgirl you take like five shots
0: and then you just back them while you sit backward no shut the fuck up (laughs) so he, he definitely lied and even even if he didn't which i clearly think that he did um um, and so do a lot of other people. But even if you didn't, do you really want some shouting man baby who turned red as a lobster um, <laughs> to be in charge of the Supreme Court? To be, well, I say in charge, but to be on the Supreme Court. My bad. I don't want right. to sit, be out of turn. But do you really want somebody like that on the Supreme Court? Obviously, um, you do because you put him there. Um, I mean, of course, you don't really
1: want someone that doesn't have the temperament. Of that, that kind of gets angry like that. So I'm thinking, yeah, I hope RBG stays alive. Please
0: do, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I love you. I mean, that's what happened if you partied with Kavanaugh. I mean, she broke some ribs. Bro, that's what, uh, he needs to go away. I mean, he loves beer. I think that what happened was, is that he drank too much. and He has no idea what happened that (laughs) night. So he thinks he didn't do it, but he did. He was just too drunk to remember that he did it. Um, so but that's I think he was too drunk to remember that it happened, but he did it and he just thinks he didn't. So, um so yeah, like so pros and cons, we get the list like of the Me Too movement. I think one of the pros is that more women are opening up about mm-hmm. their sexual harassment
1: or sexual assault.
0: Right, right, and they feel more comfortable doing that, too. Uh, like, in places that previously they weren't maybe a little. Not Let's not kid ourselves. Like, not a lot, a little. Yeah. Like, uh, they probably feel more comfortable at the workplace saying something or something like that. Or, you know, with their family. Um, because it's been so widespread, which is terrible. But um, it brings awareness. So that's probably another... Another pro I'm thinking also
1: something that's not always talked about that with men in sexual harassment. Right. Because I remember one celebrity that probably came out was Terry Cruz. I
0: love Terry Cruz so
1: much. He is a national treasure. He is. So he was telling about a time when this guy just touches his butt and start making some weird gesture that led towards him. I mean, it's especially it's a black man as hyper masculine as him. How you're supposed to um Resent yourself because if he attacked and said we need the fuck
0: alone, alone, right. um, he's a big giant black man that optics looks very very bad mm-hmm. on him. It does, yeah, and um, oh, and like you know, if he just let him do whatever he wanted to do, right, then it would be they would have emasculated him. Um, yeah and they would have feminized him which in and of itself is a bad thing like why are you feminizing why are you taking femininity as if it's a ugly thing or if it's yeah. like it's bad so there's a lot of things to unpack in that as well like why are we feminizing men when they are going through these things that they can't yeah. control like even as children like as like you know like yeah, um,
1: you're a boy, do not cry. Right? right. So I'm thinking, okay, men have emotions too. If right. they feel shy, if they feel sad, if they feel vulnerable, they should be able to express that. And especially with sexual harassment, right? Kind of like if a male if a male teacher raped a woman, I'm thinking a female student, so I'm thinking no, he's a pervert, but when a female student rapes a male, student i'm thinking oh nice you got it with the older one I'm thinking, right no point no. is this woman
0: took advantage of her position as a teacher right. to go with this younger guy and yes. it's wrong Right, it's wrong yeah it's it's using your power in a way to kind of just just taking advantage like no matter what yeah. the situation is and so that's one of um yeah so now we know more about like you know, males and how often it happens to them. And I think they're becoming a little more comfortable with speaking up about it, but we still have a lot to do in terms of eliminating this, uh, this, this, What's the word I'm looking at? This is the stigma around yeah. males about, you know, masculinizing them and feminizing yeah. them because and of something Especially if there are effects of domestic abuse or sexual harassment. Right. So I
1: do think some that's also one thing of the Me Too movie that's also changing. Uh-huh. And also, another prose that got more women to politics, kind of like right. the Year of Woman with uh, Anita Hill back in the 90s. Yes. So more women are going to politics, especially for the Democratic Party. Yes,
0: thank you. Lord, we got the House of Representatives.
1: <laughs> yeah, I really wish that the Republican Party should really step up their gang with women and minorities because yeah. they only have like one black woman. Their first one came out in 2015. That's Neil Love. But after, you know, Trump said the comments about shithole countries, yes. she's kind of like dissing herself from the Republican Party. So I'm thinking, okay, probably do more things that appeal to women and minorities because so far the Democrats moving, So step up your game,
0: Republicans. Libertarians, sorry, dude. I like, mean, you need to... I don't know... I don't know if you need to add, like, throw in another party to make things kind of more difficult because it just divides the vote more. Yeah. And then it's like... I mean, yes, your values may seem more, but we don't know really anything about... Because we've never really had, like, that much... Uh, we've never really had a lot of knowledge about you know that yeah. party so problem
1: is america's more of a duopoly
0: mm-hmm. kind of like there's just battle between two giants
1: um and they I, I remember listening to freaking honest about how uh-huh. we became a duopoly yeah. with these two um parties so i'm thinking they unintentionally made that that you need x amount of donors x amount of people to sign up so i'm thinking just really between those winning people and kind of with donald trump Uh, I'm thinking he was a libertarian once, but he just need to go on a winning team. So if you want to go in the Super Bowl, you need to go with these major teams. So you want to be an elephant or you want to be a donkey. (laughs) So I'm thinking, okay, I'm going elephant because he already did libertarian, didn't really do much. Right. And then he won accidentally.
0: (sighs) Gosh, don't remind me. Um, uh, So like, so cons of the movement would probably be like the tiny, tiny. Let's 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 emphasize just the tiny percentage fraction of a percentage of men who are falsely accused of rape and sexual harassment sexual assault like you know and i think it more often than not probably it happens to black men or men of color yeah Yeah. like i i i'm sorry but i have a hard time believing like a white man was falsely accused i'm not saying it couldn't happen i'm just saying i have a hard time believing it and maybe that's just the cynic in me but yeah so i'm guessing with the stigma of
1: being accused
0: so I'm thinking
1: kind of like with this one meme, Cornerstorm Carolyn, mm-hmm. who abused, accused this guy like, oh, this 10-year-old sexually assaulted me. He touched my ass. So I'm thinking, and of course with me too, like, oh, she's expecting people to take her sign because always believe the woman, which is bullshit. Right. And don't. they show the footage and it just really, his back, I right, just brushed against her backside, which was bending over. So I'm thinking she's an idiot. So I'm thinking certain instances of that where men are falsely accused. Right. And another thing, I guess, to downsize that I remember was hearing on the radio off of NPR Mm -hmm. how um, men are less likely to take on female uh, protégés. Right. Which is going to be harder because especially if you're in a big business, there's already a lot of men, very few women. So it's hard to be like a mentor. So I guess a lot of guys don't want to take on female mentor. Right. I guess, Oh, I don't want to do anything. So I guess kind of do the Billy Graham slash Mike Pence rule. I don't want to be in a room alone with a woman. So right. I guess
0: that's one of the few negatives I can think of. Right. And I think even those, I think even more like another con probably of the movement, which is not directly related like, to the movement's fault is that mm-hmm. men are taking like the toxic, Men who are toxic are taking these,, um, these reasons, and they're like, exacerbating them like and using them to promote toxic masculinity so they're saying like oh but i'm afraid of being falsely accused blah 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 and it's just like the likelihood of you being falsely accused by a woman would decrease uh dramatically if you would not if you would treat a woman less like an object and more like a human being so um I feel like, yeah, a, like a con is that men uh, kind of demote the movement. And uh, make it more about them and less about the women that it needs to be about. Yeah,
1: I think another column is probably sometimes people do overinflate. Like, I remember mm-hmm. I read an article about Aziz Ansari. Yeah. With he was on this date with this girl and he kind of like, you know, tried to be flirting, just kind of flourish a finger in the mouth and try to finger around. But also, at the same time, she didn't really speak and say, hey, I do not like this. I'm thinking, especially emphasize women. Like, if you don't feel something, say, no, I do not like this, stop. Right. So, and she kind of like feels, um, scared, but he was respectful. Like, you know what? I'm sorry. And he kind of like get lumped into me too. I'm thinking, right. Aziz is sorry. I'm thinking, yeah, he did fucked up in the date and I'm thinking she wasn't really feeling it. Right. So I'm thinking it's just really a bad date in my opinion versus, right. okay, he tried to sexually assault her.
0: Right. Yeah. I think there's levels to these things. Like, uh, I feel like in Aziz's case. He didn't know any better because she didn't say any better. And maybe yeah. he could have read her cues, but yeah. men are not really known for like subtlety or yeah, picking up the picking signs. up hints and or what and whatnot or whatever. So I so I feel like it's a little bit on his part, but it's more like it's more I feel like it's more like a cautionary tale for yeah. women to understand that you do need to say no. Right. Like, it's all about your words. Like, it has to be, you have to say no. So, um, and there's levels. Like, he, Aziz's case, I feel like it's the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Like, he's barely in, like, I, he's barely in the movement. He's only in the movement as a cautionary tale, like I said. Right. You got people, like men like Brock Turner and this kid from Baylor and yeah. whatever his name is. I don't even want to say his name because he's trash. Um, and other like these other men who have clearly and unequivocally and obviously raped these women. Yeah. And really
1: abused their positions of power right. Also with the Catholic Church and also football were especially in the deep south or like big football players, like we need to protect our assets right we need to protect our people whether
0: if you're a football player or just like a liberal arts student right right so it's it just proves that um you know those are the people that you need to be targeting and you've made it obvious like and like there's a little bit of racism in me too too i think the only case i've heard about where somebody has actually gotten justice who is white is harvey weinstein like, right. Harvey Weinstein is the big, like, we've won moment for the Me movement.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking right now he's trying to pull an O.J. Simpson right now right. and kind of attack, like, the detective thinking, oh, he, they kind of swappily did this. And the detective's really going after Harvey Weinstein versus the crime. So he's trying to get the, one, the charges dropped. I mean, he's still under arrest, right. and I think um being um i don't i think he's holding right but point is he trying to pull an oj simpson thinking okay the whole system's after me and i'm just an innocent man who
0: just had you're marriage. not you're a fucking disaster but um yeah that's what i'm saying that's like i think harvey weinstein is the only and again like like you just said he hasn't received the full justice he needs right like that he needs to be sentenced um so like harvey weinstein again is the only like big name that i've heard that is kind of like it been like they've been taking steps for it to be a victory for me too, but every other person who gets dragged has been a man of color, like Bill Cosby. How long did it take them for them to send to Bill Cosby? Not that long, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, like they were kind of like, okay, well she said it, and then this whole so you going to jail now. Yeah, also, I think another pro on
1: me, too, is that also it doesn't matter if you're sexually harassing men or women. Right. Kind of like Kevin Spacey when he was sexually yes. assaulting a 50-year-old girl. Like, But he came up like, hey, guys, I'm gay. I'm thinking, good that you're gay, but that doesn't change. you. You're still going to jail. <laughs> and that you're a monster and that you should never use, abuse your position of power as an older person or right. even... Well, Jerry's already been in jail. But point is, I'm thinking, no matter if you're, like, gay, straight, or if you're a man of woman, if you abuse your point of power and just go with someone who's in a luscious state, that's really not cool. and right. It's
0: really wrong. Right. Um, so we've done Me Too. I was going to talk about porn and sexual education, but we I don't know if we have time. We can try to do it quickly if you want. Okay. Um. So I, I don't know if you've heard, but, like, porn on Tumblr has been banned um listeners I know uh, Belinda has heard because we have talked about this before but yes. porn on Tumblr has been banned um we actually have I guess sort of different views on porn yeah I absolutely hate it and Belinda's like oh it's fine I'm to new to an com- extent
1: yeah to an extent are there fucked up things oh hell yeah there is fucked up things right you use in a relationship i'm thinking of the said like okay you can do what you want but i'm thinking as long as becoming a session where you rather watch porn than have sex with me so that's my opinion on it and i'm thinking are there bad porn yes mm-hmm. i mean are there even problematic views or when we're being forced into it i mean of course i'm thinking any um whether it's prostitution porn or stripping where you have to be forced into it and yeah. you really don't like it and just lose yourself, I'm thinking nothing's wrong with, okay, a girl a bitch wants to go get her a hustle on, on the pole, but I'm right. thinking if it's your point or uh, if it's if your choice and you don't lose yourself or lose any of your self-respect to get on it, that's fine. So I'm thinking with porn, um, there are a lot of issues with it. I can understand right. people's mm-hmm. point, women being forced into it, some of which can be like violence against women, but then mm-hmm. also I can see the positive that there are getting more women directors involved in porn which right. i think it's more important to kind of like show a woman's orgasm because i really hate how certain points is in with okay money shot okay we're done I'm thinking okay what
0: about a woman's money shot right yeah and i won't take away that uh, it is becoming more because i've heard uh various stories about women being like yes i'm now the director of this porn i'm now the actress like the lead actress is about yeah. me blah 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 i won't take that away and i'm well, I'll also say that i mean i don't totally abhor porn. It like as a whole, I just think like there's too many men that have watched it all of their lives and are socialized to watch it all of their lives and now have these expectations that maybe it's not an obsession, but they now have these expectations of women that we cannot possibly hope to meet. Yeah. Because we are not those actresses, actresses. <laughs> we are not um We are not made that way. Like, we don't look like that. Like, a regular woman, you are not going to meet a regular-ass woman whose boobs, like, just, like, sit in the air so nicely. (laughs) Her stomach is as flat as hell. And her legs are longer than uh, you even hope, like... Like I don't know your whole entire body. I don't know. Like this is not just realistic. So I think I don't like porn that much because it creates unrealistic expectations. But at the same time, I understand that men obviously do watch it. Women obviously watch it sometimes. I feel like we don't watch it as much.
1: Yeah, surprisingly, I think Pornhub took took a statistic and exactly seventy five percent of their viewers are men. Twenty five percent are women. Right. And, like, different things are popular with men and women. Like, some women like double penetration <laughs> even so – even popular with me, like, with lesbian porn, which I am guessing am kind of thinking I like because I'm thinking it shows women getting pleasure and shows a yeah. woman being pleasured, whereas with guys, not so much. Right. And also gay porn, which is also popular with me. But then again, I'm also a Yowie fan. I'm just <laughs> all my business all my business on the internet Just all right this
0: now. business on the i mean girl listen and i think that has to do with like if we're gonna kind of quickly connect it to sexual education it really has to do with sexual education because oh like if you america's sexual education is non-existent um they don't teach kids what they need to teach them especially in the yeah. south yeah. about like how your body works how you get or like how you get pleasure Um, what can happen if such such and such happens they put more emphasis on sex is bad you can get a disease you're gonna die like don't have sex Uh, wait until marriage wait until marriage so like um I think and then you know of course men kind of have to like like yeah figure it out with porn and then women like we don't, since we don't watch porn, like you said, yeah. like 25% only, we're over here like, oh my God, any six is dicking me, like, is he going to on my heart or something? Something yeah. stupid, okay? So like,
1: yeah, I just think also another thing, especially with the South, they kind of like, especially in the Baptist religion, kind of like emphasis on, well, not exactly Baptist, but evangelical evangelicals, like the purity play. They put so much emphasis on women and purity. So they're like, don't keep it. It's going to hurt the first time and Uh you're going to fall in love and catch feelings. But actually men are more likely to catch feelings than women Wow! and really Uh purity because I keep hearing like, oh, it's going to hurt the first time. I mean, Than thinking, here I am, going to hype it up in my head, and it really wasn't that bad, especially, I guess, with the guy's perspective, thinking I should laugh for five hours, and they only last, like, five seconds. Yeah, so I
0: think on average, sex only lasts, even with foreplay, like, 13 minutes max, maybe. Yeah, (laughs) like, like 13, 20 minutes. Right, yeah, like, 20 minutes is all, like, 20 to 30 minutes is all you're going to get out of a partner. Yeah, so
1: there is this book I have called Guide to Getting On, which says, okay, it does talk about sex sexuality mm-hmm. what porn is and what is realistic and what isn't kind of like okay right. not all women are flexible and put like right their like, behind their hands. i can't do
0: that shit like but i can do other things to you like why do i have to be flexible uh so yeah i think it's important to know that like um sexual education is uh bad here um, you should not use porn as supplement if you're a man or a woman. Yeah. And as a woman, you really should educate yourself so that we don't have moments like these me too things and that you should speak up and you know what you want.
1: Um yeah. and also don't use, but I guess also I guess on the counter side, don't use sex from Cosmo as well.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. They, I mean, they have some I'm not gonna lie, like they have some interesting things in Cosmo, but like they act like every woman is like... Yeah, <laughs> not
1: every woman reads for I'm thinking. Maybe go put a donut and just eat it around his
0: Yeah, dick. don't do that. And death, don't do... <laughs> please don't do the... What is that challenge? The next... Not the nectarine. You know what I'm talking about? Where they... The grapefruit! Oh, yeah! Grapefruit. The, grapefruit. Don't don't do grapefruit. the grapefruit challenge. Oh, my God. Why would you want to put a grapefruit on a man's dick? I don't know. I think that probably might give you a yeast infection. Yeah, don't do that, dude. If a girl's like, can I do the grapefruit? No! Just don't let her do it. Um... Speaking of wait till marriage to have sex, the divorce rates are down because we millennials destroy things. Yeah, so us a new thing that millennials are destroying is of divorce.
1: Like because yeah. less the divorce rate is going down. I mean, us pesky millennials want to stay married.
0: Yeah. I mean,
1: statistically as a whole, marriage is down on average for a right. lot. Because I think like those the millennials that are highly educated um they when they get married they stay married they're yes. educated we know what we want uh-huh we
0: already did our whole days in the past that's so. right we did our whole phase in our 20s and now it's our 30s and we're like okay we're ready to settle down and they get married but i also read that
1: for those who are poor they like to cohabitate because i'm thinking what's the point of getting married because we can just live together and raise yes. our kids as is because you don't really don't need a title yeah for everything so i'm thinking with and also i think for me personally Well, I guess for certain people who have divorced parents, thinking divorce is nasty. It's worse than a breakup,
0: especially when kids are involved. Oh, yeah. So Um, I'm thinking it's better to just. And, like, uh, I think I read, uh, while Cosmopolitan does not have always great sex advice, they do have interesting articles. Yes. Um, And they recently did an article about uh, marriage um, with like millennials in marriage, and they Mm -hmm. did one, and what it found was that millennials are now going back to the old roots of marriage where we get married for financial stability great um so like i'm not marrying you because i love you i'm marrying you so you can give me money and um i can uh live so uh so that's becoming more and then even so even when people are getting married their relationships are now more open So, monogamy does not look the same anymore. Um, Yeah. Which I don't know how to feel about that, really. Um, Maybe it's because I was raised so traditionally, but I don't have a problem with it for other people.
1: Yeah. And I think I also think that contributed to that because we realized, because remember, we've been to psychology, like psychology today, and they were Uh saying how. Especially in a marriage, one person can't be your everything.
0: Yes, it's Kid. important. Yeah, I think they said that in the article. It's important for you to, and I think that's that's real. Like, that's very real. Yeah. Because I was talking to my brother about this. Shout out, big head. I was talking <laughs> to my brother about this the other day. That, like, uh, men, I think, uh, I don't know if it was from a study or what, or somebody just noticed this. But men have a tendency to kind of put all their emotional baggage on their wife. Like they don't have like these important deep emotional conversations with other men. They're really more, they're more willing to open up to a woman than they are to a man and be vulnerable and things like that. So I think, um, I think it's important for both parties, whoever you marry, your SO, both of y'all need to have a support group more. You can't just. Just have that one person. It can't, I know it's you and him against the world of his monogamy, but it can also yeah. be you, him, and then a whole army behind y'all, like, yeah, I love you. Come, <laughs> come tell me your secrets too. Um, so yeah, because I think in
1: years past, can think of previous generations, the person you marry must be your everything, they must be your wife, they must be your lover, you must be your kid. Um your baby, your baby maker. Baby maker. mom Your plus one. Your mama. Your daddy. You have to put it down in the bedroom. <laughs> you know how to cook, clean, and do all this. Where I guess with us millennials thinking, okay, one person can't be my everything. Kind of right. like I like to do things outside my relationship. Like I have right. friends I can probably talk to about mm-hmm. womanly things. Yes. I can't. Understand, like, okay, about my period or what to do with my
0: hair. I right. mean, I'm not gonna ask no man I get together with about my hair. He's <laughs> gonna be like, mm, he's beautiful. I'm gonna be like, cool. Um, I'm gonna go ask Belinda what I should do with my hair because you're useless to me. Um, So, yes. So, yay, us. Yes. Uh, also, in the news of millennials, we're adulting classes.
1: Yeah. In New York, there has been such a thing known as adulting classes. Yes. So, we, uh, There has been reports that us millennials lack the skills like sewing,
0: cooking, and how to
1: behave in relationships. Yes,
0: because didn't nobody taught us because both our parents had to work so that we could all survive. Yeah, so I'm,
1: <laughs> thinking, so I'm thinking life skills like cooking, budgeting, time management, because one person mentioned, okay, our parents, like you said, don't have the time or the patience to sit you down thinking, okay, this is how you cook macaroni and cheese. This is mm-hmm. how you cook chicken. I'm thinking, you know what? Screw it. Sit down. So- and they also pointed out that a lot of millennials today still live with their parents. Yes. I mean, I'm guilty as charged. Guilty. Um, trying to
0: trying to fix it though.
1: Yes, trying to fix it. So I'm thinking. So if your parents don't have the time or the patience to teach you how to handle life skills, and it's especially with relationship skills. So if you have seen like a unstable relationship, thinking, okay, I should still shout the s wild wow, as the hell as I can and just throw a vase at the wall to get yeah. my way yeah no so that's thinking. not good communication friends. don't do that yeah um. so I'm thinking if your patient if your parent does have the patience and I can understand it but I mean I already know how to cook and clean but like for me when I first went natural I had no idea how to do my hair
0: right yeah I have the same thing because my mom got a perm when she was very young and like her hair it's never the same after you do that which is why yeah. she never let me get a perm so my hair her hair used to be like mine but it's but it's not anymore. And so she's had to work through trying to remember how to do yeah like hair like mine and how to style it and how to leave it like this yeah. natural like all over again. And so I've had to show her stuff that she's never known about before. So it's it's yeah, it's It's difficult. Like, I mean, and I think it's really cool that now people, even in high schools, like I heard a high school in Kentucky, I think, they're doing like an adulting class for their high schoolers, like their seniors, where they teach them how to do bills and file their taxes and uh, cook and clean and uh, other things that are important to the household. And so... I commend it. Like, I think it should happen. I don't know why they, nobody thought of this before, but nobody likes us. They just want to do it for Gen Z because they hate us all. But, like, um, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Because um, yeah, I know, especially when you go off to college, you live in a dorm You realize, yeah.
1: okay, some people don't got no goddamn sense. They don't and like okay or sudden hospitality i'm thinking you know what i'm very thankful for my parents especially my dad for teaching me you know how to be a decent human being how to do stuff because i was a good dorm wife um i cleaned i I believe that (laughs) i
0: microwave ramen yes girl marry me yeah, I mean
1: I know how to cook like different recipes. So I'm like awesome. I'm totally wifey material, but as a millennial, I want to wait until I have my shit together.
0: Yeah, I think that's an important side note. We could we could probably end on that too. An important side note is that um, you know, with the with the um the relationship thing, I think the reason that we're rela- waiting later to marry too is because and this, like, I can relate this, like, uh, to a Steve, like, segment that I watched once where he was asking, this girl was complaining because her fiancé had uh, proposed to her and he decided to postpone the wedding and she was trying to figure out why he was waiting and Steve asked her if he had the job he wanted, if he was ready to have kids, and this, that, and the other, and she was like, no, to all of it. And so um, I think that's not just important for men, I think that's also important for women now um for millennials now to millennial women like I know for myself personally that when I lost my job earlier this year I did not want to date anybody I didn't want yeah. to have any romantic feelings for anyone I didn't want to involve myself because I'm yeah. like I have nothing to bring to this relationship if we get in one like you if you ask me the first day we meet like or a first date, like, oh, what do you do? I'm just going to sit there and give it you like a fish and be all like, <laughs> I ain't got no job. Like, that doesn't feel right to me. So I feel yeah. like we has have been conditioned now, too, as because we know that we can't fully just rely on a man anymore. It yeah. has to be dual income now with the way the economy is set up that we have to bring value to the table um, in terms of financial, not, yeah. like, you know, as a person, but in terms of financial situation, like, we feel like we have to have our shit together, too. Not just men, but us, too. Yeah. So, that's why I feel like people aren't getting married, too. Because if they have not found a dream job or they have not like, figured out if they want kids yet or anything like that, they don't want to get married and yeah. into that without knowing. So... Yeah, because I do
1: kind of feel like a bum. Kind of like relying so much on one person. Thinking, yeah, I don't have any money. Can you just pay for this? Kind of makes me feel cheap because I'm kind of like 50-50 on a date, mm-hmm. or because I do think, okay, I want something to offer in a relationship financially, right. and emotionally, mm-hmm. and physically. So if I'm not all one hundred percent there, I'm not sure I'll probably be re- uh, ready for a relationship.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And that I don't know if we did twelve news stories, whatever we probably did like twenty, um, just off of all the tangents that we were talking about. Do you have a question? One? Do you want to do a question? Yeah. Should we do a question off of Ask Reddit? We could do one question off of Ask Reddit because I'm about to fall over. I'm like sidebar, we've had been having so many technical difficulties today, um, listeners, confrontational listeners. So, uh. So bear with us, confrontational fam. Okay, I see one blessing. that's a long
1: one about choosing between two friends.
0: Uh, let me see. Let's see. My friends
1: basically make me, uh, my, make me choose between her and another friend after a fight they had, though I tried to kill myself.
0: After they thought I... Oh, sorry. Let me see. Let me try to see if I can... Sorry. for um, so, uh, Okay, so she had a mental breakdown a couple months ago and both her, all her friends were super worried about her. Uh... Her friend Christian got a bunch of panic phone calls um, from Jen. They rushed over to the dorm to make sure she was safe and she wasn't actually, side note, trying to kill herself, but she was in a very bad place. Um, It ended up okay, but the Jen felt like Christian didn't respond to the crisis well enough and was a bad friend. Um, She's reassured them uh, that they shouldn't be mad. Uh, It's not her job to look after them, which is true. So the two of them stopped talking and nothing more happened. A couple months ago, it's her birthday, and she invited both of Jen and Christian to lunch, even though that Jen told her she never wanted to see Christian again. Um, She said she didn't want to spend a day with someone disgusting. Wow. She told Jen that she loved them both. And... um, uh, that she wanted to see them both. So, um, she refused and they, and Trish and apologized. Um, and then Jen called her horrible and disgusting. Ooh. Um, she, and then the friend that this is all about cut Jen off and moved on with her life. Um, and Christian was a good friend and she felt guilty, but, um, um, they, she's known, but, uh, Oh, what did you say? I'm sorry, um, but I told her not to worry about it. I never badmouthed Jen or anything. I just she felt she felt neutral and she felt like she's being mean. So she's known them about six years. Uh, two months of not talking. Uh, they start rebuilding her friendship. Uh, blah 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 blah. <sighs> sorry, sorry, right, it's okay. No, um, because she was playing Poncho. Just what is it, I maintained my position that she was over aggressive and thought Jen admitted. She oh, Jen admitted that she was overly aggressive, but she wasn't gonna apologize, which is rude. Okay. Anyway, um, uh, Christian starts attacking the girl um, that this is about. Um, and then what happens, to Belinda? Specifically, until she texted me about asked about my friend with
1: Jen, I tried not to tell as so much I knew, so it was very con- wasn't very was very constructive due to Christian, ended up confessing to me that she didn't know how she felt about my, mm-hmm. my being friends with Jen again, and that she felt that it kind of changed her perception of me, because the people your friends would say is a lot about That's you. That's true, uh-huh. She said it made her feel wrong, and that even though she'd still be my friend, she would just be awkward because of how she feels. Honestly, it feels like a friend dumping dumping with her is just trying to soften the blow by saying shit oh well we'll still be friends I was probably telling her I feel like she was making me choose between two friends where she explicitly is she wasn't trying to do it at all
0: all right let's see the way I look at it is because you're saying you're not doing something doesn't mean that you're not actually doing it it's kind of like when someone says when someone is racist but says not to be racist <laughs> that's a good thing um she texted Christian um oh I don't feel like that's not necessary, but she said she remains best friends with her ex after a super messy breakup. I think she's just providing context. Yeah. Um. And then she's like, she texts her that she uh, wanted to still be friends. Um. She never responded and gave her a pig of her crying, which is just you being dramatic again, Christian, whatever. Um, she has a habit of cutting people off. Christian. My mental health has improved substantially. Good job, girl. And um, she's getting her life path together. She's going to study for the MCAT. That's great. Um, um, And so basically, she's like, I don't want to play negotiator. I mean, I don't want to be emotionally manipulated. How do I approach this diplomatically? I love both of them and want them in my life. They'll never even ever be in the same room again either since obviously I plan on making separate celebrations now. Am I in the wrong with Jen? I have no idea what to do. Okay, so basically, um, she had
1: a bad health crisis a few months ago and her friend Jen said other friend Kristen didn't respond well. A few months later, Jen texted Kristen some really cool things following an apology from Kristen. I cut off Jen, have started to rekindle friendship after two months. Kristen is basically making me choose.
0: I feel like both your friends are trash. (laughs) Um... Uh, because listen, like if you have two friends who after you were in a terrible place mentally, um, decided that after you were okay, that they were just going to add on to like the drama in your life by picking at each other is I don't want to be friends with people like that. Like you like. Why are you focusing on what this other girl did? Yeah. Uh, like, well, like, why is Christian focusing on what Jen didn't do rather than focusing on, I'm so glad you're better. What do we need to do to make sure you keep staying this way yeah. um, instead of bickering around her constantly? Like, I'm sorry, but I would just tell you, girl, as a, as a friend, like, don't be friends with them anymore. You have other friends. Yes, please, please police i know you love them but they are not and i know y'all are young what do they say they're like 20 19 and 21 yeah, like
1: 19 and 20
0: i'm not that much older 19, than young.
1: um she, uh, her friend's 19
0: she's 20 and her other friend's 19 so they're all pretty young yeah they're all pretty young um so i'm just i would just say you know what if the two of y'all are gonna act like this then i don't want to be friends with you Yes. sorry like that's 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 what i would need to do i'm not gonna be making i'm not gonna be playing with negotiator and going over to this person's house um so i can spend time with them and then going over to this person. no yeah. i don't have time like y'all needs to get your shit together um and maybe i'm just saying that because i'm at the point in my life i was almost 25 to where i'm just kind of like i don't really have time for friends who make my life part of the yeah
1: i'm thinking i'm thinking it's already you're i'm guessing she's in college it's already stressful enough I'm thinking at this point in your life, probably just concentrate on what you need to do. Probably branch out and get some other friends. Yeah. Because these friends, I guess you've been friends with them for like six years. So I right. guess you so know some high
0: school. Yeah, you know them since middle high school pretty yeah. much. So you know what, girl? You can make, you will make other friends in college. <laughs> um, and if they get their act together, then y'all can be friends again. I'm not saying you should never be friends with them again. I just, you just need to go to them and be all like, I don't want to be a part of. Of this relationship if what you're going to do is be messy.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking it's like an episode of Maury. I'm thinking at this point, probably just get, like, some time away from these two friends. Because I'm guessing it's really stressful. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing you're already on medication. And on top of that, you're studying for the MCAT. Girl, that thing is stressful. That
0: thing is hard.
1: Seven and a half hour exams. So I'm thinking just probably try and focus on the MCAT. Try to get your shit together. Probably cool away from them, and probably like after some X amount of months, probably just check out. I mean, I I know it's bad to ghost on friends. We're just saying, okay, I love you guys both. We both know we want to just time, but kind of choosing between these two since you guys like rabbits, I just probably need to break away from it so i'm
0: sorry yeah like in college is a time to figure out what you want and what you need to do so that's what you need to do don't don't get your involved in past drama if these girls want to drag the past with them into the future then you can be like okay bye
1: Okay, but if Kristen's the type of person, because it says that Kristen keeps pushing, like, choose between your friends, choose between your choose between your friends, because it seems like Kristen's the one to say you have to choose between the two. I mean, personally, I think if I was I had a friend like Kristen, I'd probably have to pull her away and probably go with Jen. I'm thinking, okay, like, Kristen, I like you, but you're kind of pushing me between, like, two of my friends, and I don't feel like I have to choose between friends, Right, it's ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And, of course, for me, ultimatum is kind of like... Uh, very manipulative so
0: right but at the same time i wouldn't go gin either because like you instigated though like you instigated these feelings in this girl christian and uh By being super aggressive or whatever. And you never apologize about how you acted. So that shows me that you have a lack of maturity that I don't need to deal with and I don't want to deal with. And it shows me that Christian also has a lack of maturity because you think that we're in grade school and that I have to pick between two of my favorite toys. Yeah. Um, No, ma'am. I can have all my toys and I'm going to take all my toys to my dorm room at my MCAT studying at. (laughs) Okay, thank you so much. Goodbye. So... I hope that helps. Uh, I don't know if this girl is going to listen ever, but if you do, I hope that helps you, and I hope that helps anyone else that has that uh, uh that issue. Um, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up for today. Okay. Yes. So, good luck, sir-blue35.
1: Yeah,
0: good luck. Um, uh, Do you have any closing things to say, Mars? Yes. So, I'm thinking, okay, coming close to
1: the new year, so I'm thinking... Probably keep up with your holiday. Well, have fun for the holidays. Don't get too blue, because I know people get the seasonal blues around this yes. time. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking take self-care. Yes. And probably be in charge. Um, stand up for yourself because you are your own biggest cheerleader. Yeah. And forgot the name word for it, but um. Send out whether you're a man or a woman, whatever race, just stand up for yourself. Don't get pushed around. Yes, and this is a pretty damn
0: long mini sode He said, listen, I'm just gonna lump it in with the big episode and y'all are just gonna have to deal with a nearly two-hour episode. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry about that, dude. I mean like you like it. Um <laughs> um yeah so check uh bell mars out on her uh instagram
1: which is lady blurred 94 yeah
0: and check me out on uh nikki Alley muse on instagram uh i want to wish everybody a happy holidays i don't really have anything to say other than you know merry christmas if you celebrate christmas happy kwanzaa if you celebrate kwanzaa um I'm pretty sure Hanukkah is over, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's Christmas for the Jews. Um, <laughs> and, uh, SNL. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Um, it'll probably be Thursday. Yeah, yeah, we'll probably be podcasting next Thursday because I'm about to go to visit my fat potato in Aww. in Louisiana. Oh um, he's turning one years old, and I love him. Uh, so, uh, uh, oh yes, and email your questions to uh, all confrontation at gmail.com because we want to have your questions and so we want to be able to read them and answer and give you advice. Uh, that's it. Yep. All right. Uh, bye. Love you guys. Love you. Love you. Mom, 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 mom.